Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How you doing, folks? Hope you are all keeping well out there on podcast land. And yes, another week has passed us by, and you guessed it, it's been quite a packed week, in fact, for the bagpiping world. We've got a lot to talk about. Ooh, never mind the launch of the Big Rab Show Awards and all of that. We'll, we'll get into that. Of course, last week's podcast was quite an interesting episode and this week's will be equally so as you guys might have guessed by the title of this week's episode we've got quite an awesome interview to bring you in this week's pod but we'll get into all of that of course let's do our regular introductions shall we well if this is your first ever big rab show podcast then you are welcome we are the show for the bagpiping folk, reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or our bread and butter, which is competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week, we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. There you are. That is kind of a mantra by now. I'm sure you guys have memorized all of that. <laughs> yeah, don't forget, like every other podcast out there, we uh, yeah we have a Patreon. So if you would like to help support us, you can. You can go and click on support and get your mitts on tons of extra stuff. Now, if anything, over there on Patreon's been really quite busy this last while, especially since the Big Rab Show beer tent event that happened at the end of August. There's a wealth of material up there. So do yourself a favor and... Uh, yeah, go and check it out. Every click of support really is appreciated, and um, yeah, you'll be helping your you know favorite podcaster continue producing pipe and goodness. And yeah, you get loads of extra stuff for buy. There you are. Alrighty, let's get into the podcast, shall we? Enough of the introductions and stuff. We've got a lot to cover. A lot of news. A lot of things happening in the piping scene. And <clears throat> yeah, we've got quite a huge topic of the week to bring you as well. So. Anyway, we do like to kick off each show with listener mail, which is bigrabshow at gmail.com. That's our email address. Address again, bigrabshow at gmail.com. There you are. Now, this past week, actually, most, if not all, of the emails coming in to our uh, inbox is all to do with future episodes that we've been working on. Hmm. Yeah, Big Rab Show Awards have now been officially launched, and the voting and everything is up there, and we'll talk about that in a minute or two. And how that's all going. But uh, yeah, most of our listener mail this week has been about future episodes that we're trying to put together. And we do have quite a number of irons in the fire. Let's just say that. We've got quite a number of quite big specialist episodes to bring you guys. And um, it's very exciting. Very exciting to be a part of the Big Rab Show team at the moment. We're all kind of beside ourselves. It's, oh, I wish I could tell you. That's the thing. And uh, I've always been warned not to spoil stuff because I'm famous for it. So, shut up, Rab. Don't let the cat out of the bag. Uh, yeah, just to let you know, we're furiously working behind the scenes on all sorts of incredible episodes coming up, and that's what our mailbox has been filled with this week. Now, if you are over there on Patreon, of course, you may well be already privy to some of the information and some of the episodes that we're working on, uh, thanks to episodes of Big Rab Show Plus. Yeah, so it's your exclusive to Patreon-only subscribers, and... Uh, if those of the Patreon faithful are listening, then you guys already know the score. Uh, but 
enough said on that front, but there you go. Aye, so that's what our email box has been filled with this week. Mostly all plans for future episodes. There's been no actual commentary or anything on previous episodes this past week, so... There you go, guys. Yeah. If you do want to email us in, of course, with any topics, suggestions, questions, anything like that at all, then email us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com. Yeah. Now, also, another favorite feature of ours here on The Big Rab Show is, of course, our feature, Weekly Drone. And I have to say, this is another week without a Weekly Drone. Now, I take this as positive news. Do you know, I, I know some people go, ah, come on, I love the Weekly Drone. I love it too, honestly. I think it's one of our best features on the show. I really enjoy doing it. But when we don't have any Weekly Drones, that tells me that everyone in the piping scene must be incredibly happy with things. You know, we have nothing to moan about, nothing to complain about. Everything must be all sunshine and roses. Sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Yeah, so nobody is having a moan or a drone or a complaint. So, hey, it must all be great out there. But if I'm wrong, I'm happy to be proved wrong and send us in some weekly drones. Our website, bigrabshow.com forward slash weekly drone. Or you can just check out the button. It's at the very top of the page, weekly drone, where you can send us your thoughts and feelings and stories and experiences absolutely anonymously. There's no names. There's no identifying factors. So, you know, that we won't single you out, your band out, your organization, whatever. There's no identifying factors in there. And uh, yeah, it's an open forum for you guys to let your voice be heard, you know. So there you go. I just wanted to advertise it because it's been quiet this past wee while. And uh, I think for good reason, though. I think things are going well. But I, yeah, I could be wrong. Stop that rap cut, rap. It could be. And I'm very willing to be wrong. So there you are. BigRapShow.com forward slash weekly drone. That's where it is. <laughs> Alrighty, well, I it is normally at this point in the show, yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. It's time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Chill. Yeah, this week's word of the week is simply that. Chill. Now, you might think to yourself, what the heck am I... What? Chill? What's that about? Well, as you may know, we're now into October. Uh, Well, this is now the 29th of September, but technically it's the end of September. We're now roaring into October, which is the autumn time here in the UK, depending on where you're listening to this, of course. And uh, yeah, the weather's starting to turn. It's getting particularly cold. I'm actually sitting out here in my studio doing the pod this week with a coat on. It's freezing out here. Um, But yeah, chill in the weather, I suppose. Now, that's not what inspired this week's Word of the Week, but if anything... I use the word quite often when when I'm looking at my own playing. Chill. <laughs> now, if anything, I had a lesson recently uh, with my bagpiping with Andrew Shilliday. You guys know I've been learning how to pipe this last while. And Andrew has been showing me a lot of different stuff and a lot of different tunes and whatnot. And I'm doing what I can to try and get them into the old memory banks and actually play them and learn them correctly. And what I'm finding is, I don't know if this is an old habit of mine, perhaps from the drumming world, but bringing it across to piping, is once I've learned a tune... I try to play that tune at 100 miles an hour. 
I don't know why. It seems to be a weird glitch in my makeup. It seems to be once I have a tune learned and Andrew says to me, yeah, I think you have that pretty well off. The odd little, you know, the odd little problem here and there, but I think overall it's looking okay. You have the tune. And then I go, great. And then I go 90 mile an hour screaming down the road as fast as I can. And it's only a standard (laughs) 4-4. You know, it would be different if it was a jig or a hornpipe or something. But no, I'm, I'm on four fours and that, you know, standard tunes. And uh, man, it's I don't know what it is. I just want to put the foot down and just lay into these tunes and play them at 100 mile an hour. And uh, that's been my lesson this past week is uh, Andrew telling me, Rob, chill out, man. You're, you're flying here, you know, and... Uh, so I'm having to learn in my own practice that not everything has to be played at a million miles an hour. Sometimes playing something slow and deliberate with expression is where it's at. And uh, it's not all playing everything at a million miles an hour with the fingers of flame. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so that's very a very apt uh, lesson I've learned this week. And I suppose the same could be said for the drumming world too. I know as we're picking up rudiments and stuff, the idea is to play them slow and controlled and then gradually build up speed till we're able to fire them in lightning quick without thinking. And uh, sometimes people go past the lightning quick and go to the ridiculously quick. And uh, <clears throat> Stephen Chen. And uh, <laughs> they take drumming to a whole new level. Uh, but I guess it's not always about speed, I suppose. It's about execution. And that's definitely what I learned this week. So that's my word of the week this week. We can apply it to our own playing, I suppose. And just learn to chill with it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Especially now as we're preparing for this incoming competition season in 2022. Hopefully. And uh, I know a lot of bands out there are back to practice. Learning new sets and stuff. And uh, yeah, try not to get too overwhelmed with it, you know. I do know a lot of folks are getting pretty stressed out about it. And so yeah, this week's word of the week is chill, you know. So hopefully spend some time with us on the Big Rab Show pod this week. You know, grab yourself a cup of tea, sit down and chill, yeah. Alrighty, well, if you are absolutely stuck with your plan, however, yeah, we do have an ongoing promotion that we might have mentioned at least a few times here on the show. And uh, yeah, I think I'll let the promo do the talking. Do you ever feel frustrated or stuck with your piping? Despite your huge investment of time, energy, money and passion, you thought you'd be further along by now, but you're struggling. Month after month, year after year to progress. Every piper deserves the feeling of true creative freedom every time they pick up their pipes. So why hasn't this happened for you? Why are you still stuck? At the Piper's Dojo, they've developed a step-by-step methodology called the Bagpipe Freedom Process that's proven to offer real solutions to get unstuck with your piping. For Big Rab Show listeners who'd like to try this process, we'd like to offer the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint online course 100% free. The course is catered to your own individual strengths and weaknesses and offers a clear game plan to break free from bagpipe captivity. Whether your instrument just won't cooperate with you or your fingers are holding you back, clear-cut solutions lie ahead. To enroll in the Bagpipe Freedom Blueprint for free, simply visit dojouniversity.com forward slash bigrab or thebigrabshow.com forward slash dojo today.
Ah, yes, and there you have it. Our ongoing promotion with the Piper's Dojo and they are finding bagpipe freedom. Honestly, it's quite an incredible program and I have to tell you that it will be ending very soon. In fact, uh, I think I actually have a date here. For those of you who haven't taken advantage of it right now, go to the website now and get signed up when it is still there. It's absolutely free. It's tailor-made. And yeah, now it's time-bound because I think on the 5th of October, that I think it's the 5th of October, yeah, that uh, promotion that we have with the dojo will be disappearing. So get signed up and everything before that date if you can. That's our ongoing promotion with the dojo and that's disappearing on the 5th. So go along to the website now. If you haven't yet and you've been on the fence, now I'm telling you to get off the bleeding fence and take advantage of it now when it's there tailor-made program for you and your piping yeah take advantage of it there you are bigrabshow.com forward slash dojo okay right let's get into the news shall we now like i said there's been quite a lot of news slinging around and i dare say that i will probably miss something and yeah if anything there's been some angry messages over social media saying ah rab you didn't mention my band you didn't mention my event Guys, sometimes there is just so much stuff that's happened in the past week. It's almost impossible for me and the team to try and keep up with everything. Uh, So, yes, we have received a number of complaints about it saying that we aren't keeping fully up to speed with everything that's happening internationally and nationally. We will do what we can, folks, and that's all we can kind of do. If you do want to draw our particular attention to something, then please do message us. Our website's there, thebigrabshow.com. You can always email us at bigrabshowgmail.com. Or just, yeah, send us a a message or that through Facebook or Twitter or wherever and we'll do our best to catch your event or particular thing that you want to highlight. So I hope that addresses any concerns. I wanted to get that at the very outset of the news this week because, you guessed it, if I do happen to miss a story or anything like that that I should have mentioned, then again, draw my attention to it. We're only human. Our script can only last so long, otherwise the podcast will be five hours long. So, yeah, if you want to have your particular event or that in the show, then please do messages, draw draw our attention to it, and we'll definitely do our best to give it a mention on the show. There you are. That's by way of a precursor, I suppose, for this week's news. <laughs> All right, now I'm talking about bands going back to practice. And, uh, yeah, there's a few bands here I need to mention. Shout out to Simon Fraser University, the mighty SFU, baby! Oh, man. Yeah, they uploaded a very precise 23-second clip. Now, not 20 seconds, not 30 seconds, but 23. Very specific. <laughs> and that clip, oh, my God. That's all, I, all I've been listening to this last while. I actually have it up on my screen here now at the minute. Let me see if I can play this. I don't know if you can hear that. Oh, it just gives me chills. All it, that's SFU, man. I haven't heard from SFU in so long. Uh, so, yeah, that was them practicing out in the rain, mind you, at Simon Fraser University. And it was so good to see the guys and girls back again playing tunes. Now, I do note that they didn't have a baser, a baser, a bass player there. <laughs> uh, but they did have tenors and snares and a pipe core and... Uh, Oh man, it's just so good to see them back again. It's been way too long. And yeah, I've listened to that clip 
a stupid amount of times and it just really warms the heart so yeah thank you to sfu for that 23 second clip uh, which was really specific i would have loved to have seen and heard a lot more uh, but clearly the conditions on the day weren't that great because like i said it was raining but hey, so good to see the band back again and uh yeah we hope to hear more in the near future little clips and whatnot so hmm yeah, if you are interested in listening to that full 23 seconds, you can go to SFU on social media and you can go and check that out and you can be just as happy as I am. There you are. Now, I will give a shout out to other bands that have been back in practice, but I do need to get on with other news stories, first of all. Uh, so, shout out to G1 Reads. G1, baby! Yeah, not only are they the best ever podcast sponsor in the entire world, uh, but I have to give them a mention. Uh, you guys remember in a previous podcast a while ago, we were chatting to Stevie Dur, and he was talking to us all about his incredible tour of Germany for the Scottish Music Parade. Well, the guys at G1 hooked up with Stephen and actually fitted him out with a full set of G1 plug and play B flat chanters for the event. Now, you talk about amazing. So, shout out to G1. And these chanters are custom made. They're actually engraved and everything uh, that says Scottish Music Parade on the sole of them. So, th- these chanters look amazing. And I can't wait to hear them in action. So, shout out to Stephen. I hope you're listening to it. And I do wish you well in your upcoming tour. And to G1 as well. The props to you guys for supplying these amazing chanters to th- those folks. Yeah, very exciting stuff. Looking forward to hearing that, actually. Alrighty. Let's move on. I have to give a bit of a brief mention to the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch here. Uh, yeah, they managed to have their branch meeting this past weekend there, Saturday the 25th. Now, I haven't got much in the way of details from the meeting because I didn't know anyone who was at it, really. Apart, so, apart from reports saying overall the meeting went very well, and that was basically all I've heard from it. I don't know if there's any you know, questions raised or answers or decisions made or anything like that. So I don't know. But I guess by all accounts, the branch meeting itself was held, the Northern Ireland branch meeting. And I think overall it was very well received. I think it went very well. And that's all I've heard from it. So there you are. If any of you guys out there went to the branch meeting and want to talk about it, then hi, let us know the crack. But yeah, the RSPBA Northern Ireland branch meeting was held this past weekend. And all we've heard is that it went well. There you are. Okay, now there are a number of bands recruiting at the moment, and I'm going to be plugging quite a few of them on this week's show, and that's on purpose. There's a lot of bands out there who are reaching out for players and have been very active in reaching out to us on the Big Rab Show and telling us, hi, can you please give our band a shout on the show? We need players at a certain, you know, a certain level, a certain position, uh, can you give us a mention? So, of course I will. So, I know I get criticism for reading a hashtag list, uh, but I do have quite a number of bands, actually, who are busy in recruitment mode at the moment. So, I'll give a mention here every now and again. So, the first one I'm going to mention is Tolly Lagan Pipe Band. Tolly Lagan! Yeah! I have to do that. I have it in my contract. And I have to say, you, after I say Tolly Lagan every day. You! There you are. <laughs> yeah, so Tully Lag and Pipe Band, of course, Grade 3A Pipe Band, they are recruiting a new lead tipper. Yeah, now they're looking for a brand new lead drummer for their senior band. Now this is, yeah, for anyone who's interested in taking up the helm in a Grade 3A band. So, yeah, they are obviously looking for someone with experience, if possible. Uh, so, yeah, if you can, then please do contact the guys at Tully Lagan. Uh, they would love to hear from you. So, this is specific for the lead drummer role. Uh, yeah, if you're interested in ticking up that challenge, 
and filling the back ranks and taking charge of all those incredible drummers there at Tully Lagan. We wish you the best. Yeah, and of course, you can always contact us on the Big Rab Show and we can put you in contact with the band, but they're very easy got a hold of. They're all over social media. So shout out to Tully Lagan. I do hope you managed to get your leadership role sorted out there in the back end. And uh, yeah, a brand new lead tipper. You know, it's just as much as bringing in a new PM, almost. You know, it can really shake things up. So really interested to see how that pans out there. So there you are. Interesting stuff. So shout out to the Lagan. Yeah! I had to do that. I had to do it. All right. I have to give a mention this week to the National Piping Centre. Yes, they are calling all 2022 school leavers if you want to study for the B, Mus and Traditional Music. Yes. Now, the UCAS deadline for applying is coming up soon. In fact, I think you have to have your application and everything in for this course before 6 p.m. on Friday, the 1st of October for the 2022 intake. So, anyone interested in taking up the piping degree, as it's commonly known as, and, of course, studying at the National Piping Centre and the Royal Conservatoire of Scotland, if you are interested in applying, you have until the 1st of October at 6pm. So, that's only tomorrow, whenever I'm recording, or the day after tomorrow, Friday of this week, whenever I'm recording this, 1st of October... Get your applications in if you are wanting to be part of the piping degree, basically, as it's known as, in the Royal Conservatoire. You have until Friday. There you are. Alrighty, let's talk about Big Rap Show Awards! Yes, now, last week we did mention all of our associated finalists. And as you can imagine, we got asked a range of questions that would really make you scratch your head. Now... The reason I'm raising this is because it happens every year. And no matter how many times we explain it to folk how this works, they s- sometimes people still don't get it. Now, the reason I'm complaining, I suppose, and I'm whinging, is because we've been running these awards now for years, and it's always been the same, and we keep getting the same questions. So I'm talking about it again. Yeah, we got a lot of commentary and stuff from folks online saying, ah. Uh, my best mate didn't get voted in for Beard of the Year. Why not? Uh, come on. He's got an incredible beard. He should have made the final. Well, did you nominate him? And if you did, then did anybody else nominate him? Is my point. I keep saying this every year. <laughs> the Big Rab Show Awards depend on your nominations. And if your chosen person gets enough nominees or nominations in then they will possibly make it through to the final. It's basically a popularity context. (laughs) So, yeah, depending on the band, the person, the product, whatever it is, they need to have adequate nominations to push them through to the final four. So, I hope that makes some sense. These awards are completely crowdsourced, which makes them unique to any other awards out there, because... Sometimes there are other websites out there and things that do run their awards and they choose the winners. And uh, But no, these ones are completely open to the public. Like I said, it's open for public vote right now. And uh, yeah, the voting closes on the 7th. 7th of October, our voting closes and we will announce the winners live on Fuse FM on the 12th of October. And of course, we'll bring the announcements here to the podcast as well. There you are. So, you have until the 7th of October to vote for your favourite. So, go along to thebigrabshow.com right now. It's on the front page. There's a big graphic saying, place vote here. You'll not miss it. You know, big button. Just click on it and it'll take you right through to the voting page. And uh, let's just say, 
we've had thousands of votes already. Now, I'm not talking hundreds here. I'm talking thousands. It's been scary, almost. The amount of voting that's been pouring in from the piping world. And, uh, hey, we are so glad to see it, that, that the piping world is so engaged with the awards to begin with. But as a result... It has also left a lot of the categories razor thin. Now, I'm not going to say who's on top and who's a little behind, but I have to say some of the categories, there's maybe five, two, maybe even in some places there's one vote in it. Um, So I'm not going to say anything, but... Yes, every single vote counts. Now, like I've said before, duplicate votes and everything, because of our system, uh, you can't actually spam the system. You can't vote again and again and again and again. Our system actually ticks out those duplicate votes from the same source. So if you're seen to be logging in on your phone, and then it will count that as one vote. But if you log in again on your phone, it'll still only count as one vote. Does that make any sense? So, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hope that does make sense. So go along now, thebigrabshow.com. That's where you go and place your votes. And, uh, hey, I wish everyone in there and our finalists and all the rest the very best of luck. Yeah. But, yeah, there's literally thousands, thousands at the moment. And keep them coming. It's fantastic. All right. I have to give a bit of a mention this week to a good friend of the show, actually, Alistair Murray. Go on, Alistair! Absolute legend. I'm sure a lot of you guys out there know who Alistair is, of course. And I have to mention Glenn Baxter as well, of course, his nephew. Now, the pair of them uh, have reunited, of course, because Alistair's back home in Northern Ireland again for a bit of a visit. And, uh, yeah, they've uploaded a little video clip with both Glenn and Alistair playing together in the kitchen. And, uh, hi, it really warms the heart. It was fantastic to see Alistair and Glenn playing together. If you haven't seen that clip, actually, of those two guys playing in the kitchen at home, uh, please do go and have a, a listen to it and uh, yeah shout out to Glenn and Alistair good mates of the show and uh, yeah <laughs> keep making more videos guys these are brilliant <laughs> we love seeing you playing that was fantastic so there you go check that out in the Big Rab Show Facebook page also I have to give a bit of a mention this week to Matt McIsaac have you guys well if you aren't subscribed to his YouTube channel by the way you're really missing a trick some of the music that's on there is ridiculous and as I say, it would melt your face. All right. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. As Matt McIsaac uploaded a video recently to his YouTube channel. And it was just incredible. Now, he's using uh, one of these Blair digital chanters. So it's pretty high tech. and he, Because he, he changes the key of it. So it's not in the usual Highland Pipes uh, tone and pitch. It's now it's being played in the key of F. Hmm. And the tunes he plays, man... Just incredible. Of course, he plays all the backing as well with the guitar and everything. Simply brilliant. And spoiler, you're going to want to listen to his version of the Mason's Apron. Oh, my God. Yeah, I have to give a massive prop to Matt McIsaac. His Mason's Apron would completely melt your face. And as I've listened and watched to this most of the weekend, as the video dropped, I've had to pick my face up off the floor. Going, oh, my God. How can that guy play that? Like that. It's it's just amazing. Go and check it out. Do yourself a favour. Go and have a listen to it. Matt McIsaac on his YouTube channel. And his version of the Mason's Apron is all I'm going to say. I think that's the best description I could possibly give. There you go. Alrighty. <coughs> Excuse me. I am still kind of suffering a bit of man flu. But I'll get there. I'll get there. 
All right, moving on to the next news story. Uh, of course, us here in the Big Rab Show and, of course, a lot of folks throughout the piping scene have all been uh, involved in the fundraising efforts for Leslie Smith and his ongoing cancer treatment. You guys might remember that we were involved in helping out and running a bit of an online concert for Leslie involving all sorts of bands from around the piping scene, uh, both locally here in Northern Ireland but internationally as well. And Scotland and, for, you know, all over the place. There were all sorts of bands involved. Well... Leslie Smith himself has actually uploaded a little bit of an update clip to his own personal YouTube channel, which we've shared on the Big Rab Show team page. Uh, So we've, yeah, it's a bit of an update just to let you know that he's now in Mexico and he's now there and he's starting to receive his treatment. And he was just giving a bit of an update as to how he's feeling, the whole experience of it all with travelling from here in Northern Ireland, you know, with all the fundraising efforts and everyone's help in the piping scene and the, the whole scene in Northern Ireland, I suppose. Everyone has been helping. And, um, yeah, it's just it really is fantastic to see, you know, the warmth and the love from the piping scene in general to help, you know, a, f- a fellow musician, you know. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely heartwarming. And it's brilliant to see Leslie, who's now out there in uh, Mexico, and we do hope his treatment's going well. And, uh, yeah, we wish him, wish him every success with that, definitely, yeah. Shout out to Leslie. Hope you're listening, man. <laughs> Alrighty, moving on. Now, we did get a bit of a query asking... Someone was on Spotify not too long ago, and they were asking about a list that they found called Big Rab Top 5. Well, it's technically the top four. Now, shout out to Joe Brady. Uh, We had an episode a good while ago now. I'm not sure how long ago this was, but I basically give you my top five pipe band recordings. And this took quite a bit to put together, as you can imagine, trying to narrow it down to just five Pipe band recordings as being your top list. Well, I managed to do it, and we had a previous episode on it. And Joe Brady himself, the genius that he is, was able to put this together into a bit of a Spotify playlist. Yeah, so there is a Spotify playlist full of 96 tracks in total with all of my top five. Well, top four, because one of the albums I don't think actually... I think it was the Polkemet album uh, didn't actually make it onto Spotify because of the age of it, I suppose. I think the Paul Kamet album was early 80s, very early 80s, maybe late 70s. Uh, but yeah, definitely worth a listen to. So there you are. If you are a Spotify nerd and you want some piping in your life, then there you go. Go and check out Big Rab Top 5, uh, thanks to Joe Brady. It's a quite an awesome playlist, actually. I listen to it quite frequently. So thank you to Joe for putting that together. All my favorite albums all in one place. It's brilliant. Yeah. Alright, now I did mention that bands are heading back to practice again and as a result, a lot of bands are actually looking at their equipment and wondering, oh god, how are we going to fix this? Because a lot of it has been sitting in band halls and stuff and just not been touched and of course they deteriorate over time and a lot of bands are now finding they're having to replace equipment, they're having to buy new heads, new raids, all sorts of stuff. You know how it goes. So, I think it's awesome, absolutely awesome timing by the Arts Council of Northern Ireland here have launched, yeah, their funding for this incoming year. So bands around Northern Ireland can apply for Arts Council Council grant funding where they can apply for funding to have things like instruments purchased, bought, repaired, all of that sort of stuff. So 
There's lots of different manufacturers out there and retailers at the moment who are helping people with their applications. You can go to the Arts Council Northern Ireland website for all of your applications and try and do it yourself. Uh, But if you do want to work through a retailer, then obviously they will do... Well, they'll try and do some of the legwork for you. They are well experienced, I suppose, in completion of these grant application forms and do know what's needed, you know, about all the details of your band, what exactly is being applied for, you know, the instrument themselves, how much does it cost, all of that sort of stuff. So I have to give a mention, there's quite a few out there who are uh, running these kind of things at the moment. I think G1, obviously, are helping people with grants applications. I think British Drumco, as well, are also helping folks with uh, grant applications, along with Scott Curry Music, as well. Uh, there's quite a few, a number of retailers and stuff, and just mentioning a few here. Um, so, please don't get, if I didn't mention your retailer, please don't get angry. I'm just saying these are a few that kind of piqued, you know, my attention, and that are helping people locally here in Northern Ireland with your Arts, Con- uh, Arts Council grant application. What's wrong with me? I can't talk. So, yeah, have a look at your local or even your international uh, pipe band retailer and see if they are helping with these applications. A good number of them are. And, uh, yeah, for more information, of course, you can go direct to Arts Council Northern Ireland on their website. The grant application process is open now, so go and take advantage of it when it's there. Because, like I said, there's a lot of bands out there who will need this money. Uh, Need it. (laughs) Not a case of want it. They'll need it at this point. So, yeah, go along. Check out the Arts Council Northern Ireland website for more information on the whole grant application process. There you are. Okay, another band that is in recruitment mode. Shout out to Uddingston. Uddingston! Uddingston Strathclyde are delighted to announce that they're now recruiting new members to strengthen their drum corps for the 2022 season and beyond. Yes, this is the Grade 4 band, so if you are interested in taking up the challenge of a brand new... Well, they're looking at brand new bass drummer and side drummers as well. So, yeah, if you are interested, then contact Stuart Aiken, of course, or you can contact the band directly on their social media, where they are wanting to hear from you. Now... The band has services such as world-class tutors for side drums, tenors, and you know a range of absolute beginners through to experience. So, yeah, well worth ticking up the challenge if you are in the Uddingston and Strathclyde area. Then why not? Go and take advantage of it. There you are. Okie dokie. Now, I have to give a mention, uh, apparently this weekend there's going to be a little bit of a games called uh, Scotland County. Yeah, now I'm not absolutely au fait with the details on this but i have seen the draw for the event the scotland county games uh so this includes bands such as waken district chattanooga charleston the atlanta pipe band rosie o'grady's clan Lindsay, and the city of greenville uh across creek of jamestown queen city juvenile band will be there as well uh city of mount dora harvey rich memorial there's a lot of bands involved in this, including all the way up from Grade 5 up to Grade 3. Yeah, so the Waken District will be there in Grade 3 as well as the Atlanta Pipe Band. So I'm very, very interested in this, but I know very little about it, unfortunately. So, yeah, I'm going to have to do a little bit of digging around the Yuspaba uh, websites and stuff to try and get more information on this. But, yeah, if anybody is heading to that event this upcoming weekend, then please do let us know. And, yeah... Maybe take a wee selfie or even a wee sneaky video for us. That would be good. So then we can share it out on our social media and, uh, yeah, let the world hear you guys playing. Awesome stuff. So good luck to everyone there at the Scotland County Games coming up this weekend. Awesome. Okay, I have to give a mention to another band who's been back in practicing ways, this time at the National Piping Centre. Shout out to Scottish Power Pipe Band. Scottish Power Pipe Band! Woo! 
Yes, their pipe major, of course, Chris Armstrong, has put down the frying pan and uh, <laughs> he's now back practicing with the band. I'm teasing. I'm teasing because he's been nominated for Best Social Media with Cooking with Chris Armstrong. Remember? Uh, yeah, I'm teasing. So, yeah, shout out to Scottish Power Pipe Band. They're back in practicing ways. And, um, yeah, those of you who are eagle-eyed enough were probably just like me at the weekend when they published photographs of the band sitting in a large circle indoors in a hall, all on practice chanters and pads. Now, a load of new members in there. <laughs> yeah, Scottish Power have recruited a lot of new faces. So, for those of you interested or savvy enough, uh, <clears throat> I'm not going to say I got out a magnifying glass to try and pick out the, pa- the faces, but... I might have done. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Scottish Power Pipe Band. So great to see you guys back in action. Unfortunately, you didn't do an SFU and give us a little video clip. But hi, who knows what the future holds. Uh, it would just be awesome to hear anything from Scottish Power, wouldn't it? Even the smallest little 23 second clip, perhaps. <laughs> so I'm just going to put that out there. Some feelers, perhaps. You know, if you are going back to practice, then maybe a little clip here and there. Oh man, it'd be so good to hear band again, you know, Scottish Power again. So there you go. Shout out to Scottish Power. So great to see you guys back again. And uh, yeah, cannot wait to hear more from you in the near future. Oh, speaking of bands back in action again and practice and stuff, I get to mention the Wakem District, actually. I did mention that they're going to a competition this upcoming weekend. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Wakem District. Now, they've published a range of photographs of them all back at practice again at the old Raleigh Distillery, which looks like a fantastic venue for a practice, by the way. How you guys get any work done? Practicing in a distillery, I'll never know, but hey, you just look to be able to do it because um, it's something I really want to ask questions about. So anyone from Wake listening to the show, there was a photograph there of the band practicing with four bass drums. Four of them. Now, I understand that there's a range of bands within Wake and District, so perhaps there are a bass drum from each of those bands. I don't know if that was the case. But it looked like a lot of fun. Four bass drums standing in the middle of a huge big circle. That would have been awesome to hear. Uh, But again, they're just photographs. No little video clips. Uh, Sigh. But yeah, shout out to Waking District. uh, Back again in practicing ways. Again, of course, preparing for this upcoming weekend's competition. So good luck, everyone. Okie dokie. There you are. Alright, I have to give a mention this week to a little bit of a news story that dropped on PipesDrums.com. Now, this talking about the Glenfiddich Championships. Yes. Now, there's been reports that the 2021 Championship this year, going to be held in the end of October, there's been rumours that that was going to be the last one. Now, you guys remember in previous Big Rab Show podcasts, we were talking about the event, about how it fell on hard times and how there had to be various different rescue measures for people jumping in at the last minute and helping out with funding to be able to run the event Well, we now have it confirmed that the Glenfiddich Championships will be running in 2022 and for the foreseeable future. Apparently, there's quite a bright future ahead for the Glenfiddich Championships uh, because of various different arrangements around sponsorship for the event. So, for full information, of course, you can go and read the full article on PipesDrums.com. I'm not going to read you the article here now verbatim, but just to tell you that, yeah, the Glenfiddich Championships themselves... 
Now, pretty much a secure future from 2022 and beyond is the heading, I suppose. So go and check that out. If you are a Glymphitic fan and you were a bit worried about the rumours that were circulating them, there you are. The, the rumours have been debunked. So go along to uh, pipesdrums.com and go and check that out. Yeah. Oh, I have to give a mention, actually, to a bit of an interesting project that's happening at the National Piping Centre. You guys remember that following the Piping Times crowdfunder that they had, when they were asking people to donate money so they could basically make like a big volume, a historical volume of the Piping Times. Well, they do hope to have that published very, very soon. So, yes, you can actually go and pre-order it now. If you didn't help them in their crowdfunder, but you are interested in purchasing a copy, you can actually go to the National Piping Centre website and actually pre-order your copy of this annual. There you are. So go along and check that out. I'm not entirely sure when the actual publication date will be and when you'll get your copy in the mail, but the pre-orders for it are now open. So there you are. Oh, and free shipping for everyone ordering in the UK, by the way. There you are. Shameless plug. But there you are. Go and check out the National Piping Centre website. That's where you go to pre-order it. All right. And all right, I have to give a brief mention to another band who's busy in recruitment mode. And I'll be honest with this one, folks. This one had me worried. Now, normally, whenever I read recruitment uh, messages, they're basically just saying we need pipers, we need drummers. Well, with this one... This one's a little more than that. This is Marlacou and District. Of course, you guys all know Marlacou, quite a huge band here in Northern Ireland and has been, yeah, roaring success over the years. Well, Marlacou have put up an advertisement looking for a lead drummer, a bass drummer, tenor drummers, snare drummers and pipers. That's pretty much every position within the band apart from the pipe major and pipe sergeant. So that tells us something, that Marlacou perhaps have fallen on hard times and a lot of their membership could well have been scattered to the wind thanks to COVID-19. So the band are really, really keen to get back onto the grass again, as you might imagine. In the press release, it says the band is very successful in the past and wish to get back to the competition arena as soon as possible. If you're interested in joining the band's ranks, then please get in touch via the band's Facebook page or by contacting their pipe manager. Now, of course, ourselves here in the Big Rab Show, we're also acting as a point of contact as well. So if you are interested in lifting the sticks or chanter with Marlacou, then give us a shout. Now, this seems really scary to me because my last memory of Marlacou in 2019, when I last seen them on the grass, they were so successful and sounded so good. And I think it was 2019 I heard them was last. I think it was that. This could be stuff that Rab got wrong. But yeah, when I seen this advertisement, not only looking for snare drummers, a bass drummer and a tenor, pipers and a lead tipper. That's quite a list there. So... I do wish Marlacou the very best in their recruitment drive and uh, I will hope that I will see you back on the grass again next season, Marlacou. Uh, it won't be the same without you. So, yeah, good luck there with your recruitment effort. Another band who's in recruitment mode, but these guys are only looking for tenor drummers and this is the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band. Yes. So, now they're looking for folk who can travel, of course, from outside of Edinburgh or even if you're in the city itself. Yeah, they are looking to speak with you. If you are interested in taking up the challenge of lifting a tenor with the City of Edinburgh Pipe Band, they want to hear from you. So contact them on their, again on their social media or their lead tipper, Simon Grant, who will be able to sort you out, hopefully with an audition, and not get you signed in with the band and all of that. Awesome stuff. Alrighty. 
Now, I have to give a little bit of a prop to the PPBSO Toronto branch, which is not easy to say as an ordinary Irishman. It's the Pipers and Pipe Band Society of Ontario. There you are. Yes, they are planning a virtual 2022 knockout competition series for professional and amateur solo competitors. Now, the full details of this, of course, are available on the website pipesdrums.com, where there was a recent meeting and everything where they were saying that the proctored version of an online solo competition was the preferred option. Now, I did wonder what this meant by proctored. Now, performances themselves are filmed once. And that's it. You have one shot at it with somebody watching to make sure that it's a one shot only with no jiggery pokery in the editing or anything like that. So, yeah, apparently these are favoured because they're very similar to the actual in-person events where you have, you know, you can't just stop the recorder and go, I made a fluff in the third part there. I can start again and start the camera again and start over. No, this is a one-shot deal where, you know, you have to wear full Highland dress in this, you know, there's no jeans and a hoodie, and you get one shot at it, you know, and that's it. Once the camera's on, it's on, and it's showtime. So uh, this was the preferred option by the PPPBSO, which is still difficult to say, uh, but yeah, for, this is going forward for their upcoming knockout competition series. So for more information, of course, you can go and check it out in pipesdrums.com. The full story is there. And uh, yeah, quite an interesting um, look ahead, I suppose, for that, for these proctored events. Now, you can actually tune in and watch these live. Apparently, they will be streamed live. The first round of which will be on October the 23rd. They have a full timetable, of course, running through October, November, January, February, March, uh, with March being the final. So, yeah, we'll be keeping a very keen interest in this and keeping a tight eye for results coming through. So we're very interested to see how these proctored events run and uh, essentially be a one and done. So, yeah, go and have a look at the PPBSO Toronto branch site and everything for more information or pipestrums.com where they've published a full article on it. Very interesting turn of events there, and we'll certainly be keeping a track on that. There you are. Alrighty, I have to give a mention, of course, to the Vale of Athol pipe band who had quite an exciting announcement for us just yesterday. Or was it just today, actually? No, it was today. Was it today? It was, it was today. Oh my goodness. Ah, yeah, it's been a long day, folks. (laughs) The Vale of Athol Pipe Bands welcomes Russell Essler to their ranks of their teaching crew. Yes, Russell, of course, snare drummer with the mighty Scottish power, of course. Yeah, he joins the teaching team there at the Vale of Athol, which is really quite a coup for the band. And if anything, uh, a statement there from the the principal instructor, sorry, Gary Nimmo, he actually says that this is quite a coup for the band to have Russell as part of the team. Now, Russell, of course, he is a fully employed teacher, you know, throughout Western Bartonshire Council and everything, and he's involved with various different grammar schools and that in Scotland, involved in teaching, and he's quite a wealth of experience in the world of teaching drums. So, yeah, this will be a fantastic appointment for the Vale because I'm sure Russell will be able to Vastly improved the teaching program there at the Grade 4 band, uh, Grade four A band and the Novice Juvenile Pipe Band and would be a very valuable member of the team working alongside Scott Campbell as well. Shout out to Scott Campbell. Go on, Scott Campbell, you legend. Yeah, so there you go. I'm, I'm really excited to see what that will bring, actually. So quite an appointment there uh, with Russell so working alongside Scott. So very excited to see how that all pans out. Do you know, everything that comes along from the Vale of Athol this last while is just 
excitement upon excitement. It's just getting better and better. You know, from their grade four A band to their novice juvenile band to everything. It's just I don't know, such a successful project over there at the moment. The guys at Gary Nimmo and all the all the guys there at the field are doing such a cracking job. So hey, more party your elbows, guys. Good luck to you. I can't wait to see you all on the grass, especially your brand new band, the novice juvenile band. Really excited to see them all on the grass next year. Excellent stuff. Alrighty, I have to give a mention then to Modern Piping, of course. We've had him on the show before. Yep, Lincoln Hilton. His latest uh, volume, volume 26 of Modern Piping, uh, will be available actually quite soon. And this article, this volume will feature up-and-coming composer and piper, I suppose, Martin McPhee from Manawatu Scottish Pipe Band. So if you are interested in checking that out, go to mdpiping.com, volume 26, like I say, and, uh, yeah, go and see what uh, he's been up to there. Martin McPhee. And, uh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be checking that out myself. I'm curious, if I'm honest. Hmm. Okay. Now, I do know that in a previous podcast, we did mention a little bit of an event that's going to be happening. Uh, the, the Piping Recital by Pipe Major Roddy McLeod, MBE. It's going to be held thanks to the Lewis and Harris Piping Society in conjunction with the Kinloch Historical Society, which is not easy to say. Yeah, they're going to be holding a bit of a piping recital by Roddy McLeod, MBE. I was also going to be featuring a local piper, John Angus Graham, and the Lewis and Harris Youth Pipe Band. Well, unfortunately, it was scheduled to be taken part on the 1st of October, but it's now had to be rescheduled. This is due to family circumstances, apparently. Now, I did think initially that it was due to COVID or something, but no, this is, again, because of family circumstances, and it will be rescheduled. Uh, the guys there at the Lewis and Harris Piping Society will be putting up a notice on their social media in the coming days to let us know of a future date. They are saying that if you have bought tickets for the recital, then keep a hold of them, and they will be honoured at the future date. There you are. So, yeah, apologies to anyone who was going to be heading to that. Now, I know I've mentioned them a couple of times here on the pod this week, pipestrums.com. I think I might have. Uh, but yes, they do have a bit of a survey on their page at the moment that I would urge you to go and pay a little bit of attention to. Yeah, their survey is a very simple question that has a yes or no answer. And the question is, based on what you know now, do you think there will be a 2022 pipe band competition season? Yes or no? <laughs> and it's really quite interesting. So yeah, go along to the website, go and check this out. And um yeah, use your own judgment for this one, I suppose. Uh, do you think there will be a season or not? Yeah, well, looking at the survey itself, all right, it's looking like 64-odd percent of visitors to the website do think that there will be a season. And uh, I really hope you are right, guys. I am right there with you. I do think myself that there will be a season in some form or other. Uh, but, hey, I do... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I am open, I suppose, to all possibilities at this stage. We know what COVID is like and um, an event that can be absolutely all guns blazing, ready to go, can be closed doors the next. And uh, we just don't know. We just have to wait and see. But it's an interesting poll all the same, just to gauge opinion for folks out there in the piping scene because there's 36% of people out there think it's not going to happen. So, uh, I don't know. Possibility for a weekly drone there, guys? <laughs> 
Alrighty, moving on to our next news story. I have to give a mention to the Pipe Band College here in Northern Ireland. Uh, they are now offering world-class tuition for Highland Pipe Snare, tenor, bass and drum majoring as well. If you are interested in taking part in the Pipe Band College, world registrations are now open. You can send your registry registration into college at rspbani.org or there's a number you can ring and everything. Of course, they're all up there on social media. Just look for a Pipe Band College NI and uh, there you are. Full details there on all the courses available as well as how you, how you need to apply and get registered and signed up. All up there now on their website and uh, yeah, they're saying registrations are now open so go now when you have the opportunity to get signed up because what often happens is people leave it to the last second. They think, oh yeah, I'll, I'll register for that and then they never do and then uh, it's always like, oh, I missed the boat in that one. God, I could have been signed up for a whole semester worth of lessons there. Ugh. So, yeah, do it now. Do it now. Get signed up. Pipe Band College. <laughs> it's not called Pipe Band College. What is Pipe Band College, NI. Yeah, <sighs> stuff that Rab got wrong. There you go. Well, speaking of uh, teachers and teaching and all that sort of stuff, I have to give a mention to the National Piping Centre, actually. And, yeah, they are promoting, at the moment, their online adult gathering, which will be happening. And they have a full list of teachers that they wanted to promote as part of this gathering. They have Finley McDonald, of course. Finley! Absolute legend. We have Margaret Dunn, of course. Yeah, she was there in our beer tent event. Hmm. Uh, we had Ross Ainsley as well. He'll be there. Awesome stuff. We had Dr. Andrew Bova. Andrew! Yeah, we're going to have to get Andrew on the show, man. He's such a fascinating character. I'd love to talk to him. Uh, so, yeah, I think he was on the podcast Chander Bander, I think. Hmm. So, yeah, anyone with a contact for Andrew, let him know that I'm looking him on the show. Uh, also, we have Wilson Brown as well. We'll have Ailis Sutherland as well. And uh, we still have Connor, Connor Sinclair as well. So, yeah, for the full list, of course, go and check it out. National Piping Centre and their adult gathering, which will be happening from the 1st of November through to the 4th. And, uh, hi, why not get some world-class tuition in a fun and social environment, as they're putting it? And go and check that out. Full information is available on the National Piping Centre website, how you can go and get signed up. And, like I said, some world-class tuition available there. Awesome stuff. Alrighty, now there's tuition, there's learning, there's recruitment, there's a lot happening in the piping scene. And like I said at the very beginning of the news, if I did happen to miss your band, your events, anything like that, then please do draw it to our attention uh, because there's been so much. And, and I dare say there's been stuff that I've missed here this week. There's been a lot, a lot. So yeah, if there has been anything then don't yell at us, but please do draw to our attention. Email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We will very happily plug the event and tell folks that it's happening. Or if your band is recruiting, then do get in contact with us. Or if you're a player, for that matter. If you're a musician looking for a band, then why not take advantage of, yeah, our Big Rab Show matchmaking service. It's available now. Just contact us and say, hey, Rab, I'm a tenor drummer playing in grade 3a i'm looking for a 3a band that needs a tenor drummer and then hey that's when the wheels start turning we start making phone calls and start sending emails and saying hey any bands out there need a tenor drummer we've got one here and uh, so yeah we do our very best to place every possible musician with a band regardless of your geographical location i have to say this is open to folks internationally as well not just here in the uk so, there you are. Take advantage of it. The Big Rap Show Matchmaking Service. Alrighty. 
You guys have waited patiently enough, I suppose, and struggled through all of the news to get to this week's topic of the week. Ah, yeah, it's time for me to go and get a big cup of tea. It's time for the topic of the week. LoneStarPiper.com Your one-stop shop for all of your piping and drumming needs. Thanks to the continued support of their friends and customers throughout the years, Lone Star Piper is now the official retailer for R.G. Hardy in the United States of America. From custom hand-sewn Gaelic-themed kilts and uniforms to R.G. Hardy and Henderson bagpipes, LoneStarPiper.com has you covered from head to toe. With R.G. Hardy's extensive line of products, they have everything you need to be successful on or off the grass. If you have any questions about any of the products they carry, you can contact Jeremy at sales at LoneStarPiper.com. LoneStarPiper.com, helping champions look and sound their best. McClellan Bagpipes, from North American artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McClellan, from Euston, Scotland. They adhere to the highest traditions of Scottish bagpipe making, using the finest materials, employing bespoke design and committing to constant innovation and evolution. Including exciting new products such as the Elevation Chanter, plus restoration work on vintage bagpipes for the next generation. Check out bespokebagpipes.com for more information. McClellan Bagpipes. Born in Scotland, made in the USA. Having launched the Regimental Series in March 2019 and the Axial Series in August of the same year, the British Drum Company were firing on all cylinders. That was until the world was hit by a global pandemic and they were forced by the government to stop production, close the doors and lock up the factory. In May this year, they reopened their doors and the production lines started to flow again. The company is as busy as ever and are happily back making shells, filing snare beds by hand and polishing drums prior to dispatch. If your corps is looking for a new set of drums, then don't hesitate to get in touch with their marching department for more information. Don't forget, tours are available for all leading drummers and their corps. The British Drum Company. Look amazing, sound amazing, feel amazing. Hi, this is Ross Ainsley, and you're listening to The Big Rab Show. Ah, yes. Topic of the week time, and I tell you what, I know I say it every week, but that cup of tea was needed, boys. That was brilliant. So, yeah, quite a lot of news this week. <laughs> yeah, so let's get into it. This week's topic of the week, then. Uh, yeah, you've guessed it. By the title of the episode, we are chatting to quite a piping powerhouse, Michael Gray. Yeah, he's a prolific bagpiper, of course, of note, with a storied and quite an incredible successful career in the piping scene. And he's a prolific composer and writer of note of as well. So I have to say, I was dead excited to actually be bringing Michael onto the show. I have been quite a fan of Michael and his music and his writing for this last number of years. So this is the first time Michael's appearing on the show after... A pretty long road of me being a bit of a fan. So forgive me if I'm kind of, oh, Michael, this is class. Because I was a little bit starstruck, I have to admit. It was fantastic to have Michael on the show. And I'm so excited to be able to bring you guys this interview. Uh, so let's, let's introduce to the podcast, Michael Gray. So welcome to the podcast, Michael Gray. Michael, how are you, mate? I'm good. I'm good. It's a beautiful day here at the southern tip of Lake Ontario. Nice fall day. I'm all good to go. 
Ah, lovely. Yeah. Now, there's a very good reason we have you on this week's podcast. It's because we want to talk about your brand new book. Now, if anything, we should have possibly caught up with you ahead of the release of Pipe and Live and everything. So we're kind of behind the curve at this point. <laughs> Listen, any kind of, in when it comes to piping, any kind of uh, promotion is good, you know, late or not. Well, that's it. Well, we're, we got there eventually. We got there eventually. So for those of you watching the video right now, we're actually looking at the website where you can actually go and purchase this. So this is Michael Gray Gray's notes on a life around bagpipes. Now, Michael, we know you as being quite a prolific uh, piper and composer, but this is the first venture into a non-actual music book, if you will. You know, there's no manuscripts in here. Uh, do you want to tell us about this book? So this book is a, uh, it's a culmination of about a, just over 10 years of writing uh, for Piping Today and online blogs. And I sort of picked through the stuff that, the writing that I thought had, uh, you know, was good enough mm. for me anyways, and, and put it all in one place. And the, the way I discovered how I go about, I, I found that I, I just, I just, sort of take look at piping and pipe bands at a um, sometimes quirky angle and uh, and uh, go from there. So um, I had a little bit of encouragement to do this. And so I thought, you know, why not? What's the what's the risk? So that's uh, well, the risk is you've got a house full of books that are collecting dust. But um, really, <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's it was it was fun to do. Now, from, from what I've heard, Michael, the launch itself was a roaring success. It had rave reviews across the Pipe and Live Festival saying that this was one of the events that you should have caught, really. So I hold That's my hand fun. up. You know, I, I did miss it on the day. And, you know, full disclosure, I'm gutted. But I did go back and rewatch it. And, yeah, I kind of agree with most folks that this event was brilliant. So you had Gary West. You had Jenny Hazard. There's all sorts of great people involved. Tell us about the launch event, Michael. How did it go? So the um, I was first of all, I was really disappointed that we couldn't do it live because I was all set to you know throw the mask on and fly across the Atlantic and do it at uh, you know piping live. And yeah. so I thought, anyways, it, it didn't happen. So I thought, how can we make it um, so it's not another virtual snoozer, you know, event that people are so getting weary of? And um, so. I started, you know, talking to people, you know, throwing ideas out of how we could do it. And uh, so we picked, uh, let's say we like the Royal We. I picked two uh, articles, two two pieces out of the book and sort of brought them to life and, and, and had this idea. One piece I had written was an imagined seance with Angus Mackay. Uh, mm-hmm. I wrote that, I don't know, five or six years ago. And I had an edit my head that we could get someone to play Angus Mackay and do the bring the seance to life and Gary West was all over it and as you see for anyone that's seen that launch which I think still holds up I mean it's not it has legs it has some shelf life totally, um, yeah. Gary, Gary West is a really he's an actor like he's he's got talent and he mm-hmm. brought that he went in full-on with both feet and uh, brought Angus Mackay to life as you were in a seance. And it was a lot of fun to do. And then Colin McClellan ended up uh, sort of playing the musical ang- uh, side of Angus Mackay's brother at the funeral of John Mackay. Anyways, I'm going on a little bit too much. And then Jenny Hazard, who I taught, by the way, um, originally, oh. <laughs> um, she, uh, she uh, played fantastically and she brought to life 
um, the five tunes I wished I had composed and I'd written about these these sort of, to me, seminal, important tunes that I love that ne- never get old for me. And she played each one of them and we had some fun with that. So Chris Bodden hosted, he uh, is a, he's the chair of the Pipers and Pipe Band Society of Ontario's music, or sorry, communications committee and a professional broadcaster like yourself. So, um, you know, it was go big or go home. You've got to, you got to tap the pros if you want it done right. That's it. And honestly, Michael, I, I am ashamed to say that I missed it, but I'm so glad that I did catch it. So I have to stress, though, for folks who are looking for examples of your writing, you can actually go to your own website here, uh, Dunneber Music. And look on here, there's all sorts of incredible articles, a lot of which haven't been included in the book. Uh, can, no. can, you, can you tell me then which articles made the cut and why? Do you know, what, um, what was your criteria? So the criteria was, I thought, first, was the writing okay? I didn't, I mean, some of this, like any blog, sometimes you just whip up an idea, a short statement or some statement of opinion that um, that (laughs) means something to you. And it's not really, it might not have, like, again, I'll use the phrase shelf life. I mean, it kind of gets dated. So I didn't include include items like that. Um, And I also, uh, things I thought would be generally interesting, which, um, may not be the case for all the stuff I put on my blog. Although interesting, yes. a recent post, not in the book. For it, for those that aren't um, aren't aware, um, uh, Diana Galvedon uh, in her Outlander series mentions Bill Livingston, like oh, yeah. the seventy-three-year-old white man in the Outlander book. I just found that out like a month or two ago, and I thought that was incredible. Uh, so yeah, Bill Livingston, super I tell you, he, he's world famous. <laughs> yeah. And if anything, my wife was, was reading that same series and she said, uh, she's talking about piping and she actually mentions a name here. Do you know this guy? Of course I know that guy. Yeah. So <laughs> it was weird how the two worlds kind of intermingle. It was great. So yeah, yeah for, for folks interested, go and check out all those articles. They're available up on the, on the website there, the neighbor music fascinating reading uh, so michael with your writing and everything for various blogs including your own is that how long would you spend on these various articles and opinion pieces well you know um it depends if it's a thousand words uh uh like a back page thing like i was doing for the piping today that took a bit of time and it was thinking time you know like I, when i'm hiking or i'd be thinking about an idea uh you know, and how I would do it. And then there'd be research. I like to research and bring some facts. Facts are always good, um, especially, you know, so you roll a lot together and probably uh, a thousand word piece would take easily eight hours of, of from thinking to writing. Wow. Um, yeah. Yeah. There you so go. And then good. obviously you would check it at least a dozen times before you even hit the publish button. Yeah. Uh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So and it's like anything too, Rob, the more you do it, uh, I think the better you get. And uh, I, I noticed that in, in the stuff I've written over the years, it's stuff early on. I think it's, uh, you know, you might have done it, but well, you would have done it differently. But it's, so, you know, it's, so it's, it's just interesting to me um, and a reminder that uh, practice makes perfect. There you With go. The pipes too. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, if anything, Michael, we've noticed this in recent years as we've been talking to various authors and stuff for books, is that they, there comes a stage where they eventually have to set it down and walk away. Because if they keep tinkering at it, they'll never stop. Did you find that with this publication? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do. Uh, that's, that's sort of how I go with almost everything in my life. Just do it. 
And I'm a, mm. anyone that knows me knows I'm a pretty impatient sort of person. I'm always fighting that. Um, and, uh, I, you know, you, I, I'm a very much an anti, you know, that, that situation you get with paralysis by analysis. And that can happen when you just don't get any forward movement and you wait for all the information and all the facts and all the inputs. And if you do that, you'd never get anything done and never get anything accomplished. So yeah. I very much uh, at least aim to get 80% right and then just go for it. There you go. Good advice, though. Good advice for anyone else out there considering even to put pen to paper. There you are. <laughs> you heard it here. So, Michael, of course, I'm a huge fan of your work, honestly. From throughout the years, you've composed some of the best well-known tunes in the piping scene. So, first of all, I want to say thank you. Um, thank you. <laughs> very, very generous. Honestly, some of the bands are playing your compositions at you know, a top-flight level and achieving you know, outstanding results with them. How does it feel for you as a composer as you hear a band playing one of your tunes? It's, um, it's, it's very nice. It's, I mean, I, I can use better words than that, but it feels good. Um, and it's gratifying mm. and, uh, yeah, it's, it's, and it's good to know that, um, to think that you've made something that will, I mean, if I was run over by a bus tomorrow, um, that's a thought, um, uh, th- that something that you've created sort of is still there and, being consumed by people in an artistic way, which is especially gratifying, which is in our music. Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. And you have left quite a legacy already, but what I'm going to be talking to you about is the future for your own composing. Um, well, now that you have now released this latest book, which is not music-related at all, of course, one of the questions that comes from ourselves and the Big Rab Show team is, will we get another music release from yourself in the near future? Yeah, I think, I mean, I, I write music all the time and I also throw music in the garbage all the time. And, uh, and I also collect music. People all have tunes that come and say, what do you think of this? And it's often it's really great or really, I really like it. So as I gather these tunes, I've got to, if I have enough for uh, a book, it's sort of a, it's a natural thing, uh, then I'll put a book out because I don't want, you know, uh, music sitting in drawers or in, uh, you know, and so on and in yeah. hard drives that are inaccessible by other people mostly inaccessible um so I, that's why I, it's so yes there is a, i would say a book when i don't know um there's so many other things to do but uh, there'll definitely be another book before too long no that's it because you're quite an incredibly busy guy if you don't mind me saying because uh uh, you have quite a lot of roles uh, as well as a, a judge, obviously. But do you want to tell us about all the different roles that you currently hold at the moment, Michael? Well, um, I just before I trotted with you, as you know, I was um, chairing the board meeting of the Pipers and Pipe Band Society of Ontario. I'm currently president. Um, and yeah. we've been doing a lot of work this past year trying to uh, create value beyond competition to members. Because, uh, as you know, Outside of last week's Coburg Highland Games, which was a great outdoor success, it was very mm-hmm. surreal and wonderful to be there for that on a sunny day. We haven't had any competitions beyond online, which, you know, to put a not to put a fine too fine a point on it, but they kind of there's a suckage factor with those that we have to admit. And uh, but they they do serve a purpose for this moment in our time, and uh, they've been pretty successful. We've been Jim McGilvery from the music committee has been chairing. Uh, organizing workshops and so we've been very active I think as active as we can be in this organization which takes a fair bit of volunteer work in order to make things happen um 
So, I, and by the way, I don't, I, I'm very upfront. I don't see myself. I, I never uh, had it on my bucket list to be president of a pipe band, piping and drumming organization. Um, I think everyone needs to step up to service, which this, I view this as that uh, from time to time and, and then step back and allow someone else to have their, uh, put their fingerprints and yeah. do their bit. And yeah. I, I, I'm not a huge believer of uh, expecting the same people to be in the same role for years. And it's That's not true. fair. So I'm <laughs> going to do this for a little bit and then uh, make sure that there's someone to, uh, to take it on. There you are. If anything, in a recent podcast here in the Big Rab Show, we actually chatted to Jim Sim, president of the Midwest Pipe Band Association. And again, he spoke about he was kind of initially reluctant to take up the role. He didn't want it. He was an ex-drummer and said to himself, nah, I don't want that job. But again, found that he had to step up to the plate. And, uh, you know, they've been doing fantastic work, similar to yourselves. So can I ask then about Coburg and all that? I've seen so many photos and videos and that online from people on the ground. Everyone had a stupid big smile on their face. They all seem to be having the best possible time. How do you think it went, Michael, on the day? It went, it went great. And I'll tell you, I, was, I wasn't looking forward to it. I was personally worried about it. We've had um, pockets of, I, I'm sure it's the same all over the world, pockets of protesters, anti-vaxxers, anti-vaccine uh, you know, passport. Uh, mm. You know, and it's, it's, I had visions because the games, had, the town had asked the games to ensure that people that entered the park wore face masks once they bought their ticket. And I'm okay. thinking, it, how, the, how do you play bagpipes and wear a face mask? Play, oh, yeah. it's okay if you do that. You take it off to play, uh, to, to perform. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, but when you're outside the gate, you don't have to wear it because in, in Ontario, there's no rule to wear a mask out, out of doors. Yeah. And this is on the lake, Lake Ontario. There's breezes coming in, blow, blowing in through across the field. The thing was ridiculous. So, <laughs> Uh, I had visions of that causing, um, you know, problems with people. Some sort of friction. And, yeah. yeah. Coming up. Mm-hmm. And because people are like, I'm sure where you are well and truly fed up with this. Yeah. Uh, and especially <laughs> people that opt not to do their duty and get vaccinated. Anyways, politics yeah. aside, which unfortunately that is oddly a political thing now instead of a public health thing. I know. Um, strange. So, yeah. Yeah, I'll just put a, I'd wrap this in a bow. So what happened is 8.30, 8 o'clock, 8.30 in the morning, the gates open up for the solo competitions and so on. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the masks were on and there were con- special constables and police wandering around in pairs. And we, I, was, I could see the bylaw, the tickets being written. And by 9 o'clock, no one had a mask on, including the police and special constables walking around. So it's, this is where a, a stupid rule just gets, the, you know, the, the thumb from the mm. finger, I guess, from people. So it turned out it was a great day, no masks. And I, this, a week after, I've heard of no outbreak as a result of Coburg. So oh, brilliant. Days. Yeah, there you go. That's a result there. And I think overall, the standard of playing from the bands as well was quite high i think by all accounts as well it was i was talking to the i asked the, ju- the judges um about that and uh, the judges were uh, john elliott bob Worrell, and jim mcgillery and mm. mike hunter on drumming and uh, they were all like 
they were really surprised at what bands had done in you know really six to eight weeks of getting together to practice and and i heard and i heard the bands i went around listening and they were really they were really at a at an admirable like a good standard there you go so, great yeah as if they haven't missed a day of practice yeah pretty much you know <laughs> fantastic so again, I know by way of a shameless plug, Michael, but I want to bring it back to the reason we brought you on to the pod in the first place is we wanted to chat again. Your book is out right now called Gray's Notes. You can actually go and get it through a lot of different reputable retailers, both here yeah. in the UK and yeah. online as well through shop.dunbar.com. Yeah. So there you are. Absolutely. Indeed. So I will definitely be picking up a copy of this because I am fascinated. <laughs> because let's face it. Yeah, a guy of your experience is bound to have some t- stories to tell, Michael. Well, the longer you, the longer you're at it, the more stories you collect. I guess that's fair to say. Yeah, <laughs> I think you're there right. Must there must be a little wisdom as well. A little, you know. <laughs> that's it too. So, can I ask then? I, I well, personally, I think the last time I actually seen you was at the Live in Ireland '87 concert here in Belfast. Seen you first of all in the Glasgow one, which was incredible. And then I came over to Belfast for a second time round. Wow. <laughs> Have you any plans yourself then to lift the instrument and uh, play in any bands or anything like that in the near future? Well, I mean, I'm still on the books of the Glasgow Police. I've, I've, yeah. So I've got all their music. And um, so I'm still officially a member of that. Sorry, the Police Federation. Yeah, the, I new, the name. new name. Yeah, I'm, I'm still not yeah, used to it yet. <laughs> yeah. But, um, They'll have a new look because they've got new uniforms. It's these gray police federation, uh, the whole, yeah. the whole, the whole uniform is brand new. So it'll be a strike a different kind of pose now. They won't mm. see the the uh, old Royal Stewart. Um, I did. I will say I, I was working on a project for the last three years that uh, I had pitched another project that I pitched to Donald Shaw, Celtic Connections, and he was interested in it. And the pandemic has really stopped it. Uh, and this, the project was is. Uh, a celebration of a century of pipe band music. And so the inputs for that were a survey, among other things, a survey that I sent out to the pipe band world about their favorite tunes and most well-liked medleys and so on. So this would be a, uh, you know, a 90 minute concert of, uh, of, of representations of music starting with like 1921, you know, through yeah. the fast round 1940s uh, MSR playing with mm. you know the low pitch and then and yeah. so on and then into the uh, Edinburgh City Police exploration Donald Shaw Ramsey's so hornpipes and jigs in the 50s and then Muirheads mm-hmm. in the 60s and then onwards and onwards with truths to the medleys and so anyways it yeah. sounds like I know you're loving that idea right of course yeah that would be amazing so, <laughs> and in order to do that. Um, and you need people that can learn stuff real fast. And as yeah. Bill Livingston would say, be reliable, you know, not, not muck it up on stage, be able to mm. deliver the goods. So they lined up much in uh, echo of that 78 cast, like really well Kent faces mm. were all in, they put their hand up and said, yeah, sign me up for that. So we were all good to go. And I just, every, for the last two years, obviously we couldn't do it. And yeah. I don't, it, it won't happen this January either because, uh, I mean, in the UK and in, in Scotland, you've got soldiers driving ambulances. I mean, I would Dude, say it's yeah. a thing to plan this for mm-hmm. January. So 
I'd like to do that. It takes a lot of work, I think, to on everyone's part to make that happen. I'd love to see that happen somewhere. Oh, that would be incredible. Michael, you have to keep us posted on that. You know, I'll be there, yeah. Fondro. <laughs> the, the, the working name is Pipe Band, exclamation mark. And we've got a logo and everything, you know. Like, ah, brilliant. So, yeah, the design work's been done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and also, the Andy Carlisle, actually, um, one of your uh, countrymen has, has done a lot of work with me in building um, in building the, you know, the drafting, mm. the draft repertoire, what that would be. So, yeah, no, oh, it'll fantastic. happen just on January. Oh, well, there you go. You've heard it here first, folks. I'm dead excited for that. Yeah, I'll look yeah. forward to that for sure. Now, Michael, there's a load of other questions that we would love to ask you all about your piping history, your experiences, and a lot of questions that came through about composition as well and your approach to it. But unfortunately, we have to end the interview there. <laughs> Otherwise, we'll be, we will have you absolutely tortured with questions. But before I do let you go, of course, I have to ask you some big rab show staples. Yes, questions we ask every guest. So, Michael Gray, what is your favorite cheese? Swiss. Ooh, nice. We haven't had that. Yeah. We've had a lot of people choosing cheddar this last while. So that's, that's quite an interesting choice. There you go. <laughs> and also, throughout all of your story career, you know, countless championship wins and things, can you tell me, is there any one moment in your piping career that stands out as being... Wow, that's kind of special. Well, you would expect me to bring up a 73s or Highlanders moment, but I'm not. It's going to be a Toronto Police oh. moment. And it was oh. when the band played at Georgetown Games, the variations on a theme of Good Intentions medley in the blazing hot June sun. And we had um, in the middle of the medley at one of the breaks, uh, it was a build up of tempo. The, mm -hmm. the, the crowd broke into applause. And wow. I never, ever experienced that anywhere. Um, and I'll never forget that. Wow. Halfway through your set, they started applauding? Yeah. It's, it's online. Wow. If really keeners, go to Variations on a Theme or Georgetown, Toronto Police, yeah. whatever it was, 2007. And uh, you can hear it. Just You can fast forward. You don't you know, oh, inflict wow. that medley on you. And people love that medley or hate it. So. Hey, I'm going to have to go back and listen to that now, Michael. <laughs> yeah. yeah, fantastic. Well, thank you so much for taking time to chat to us here on The Big Rab Show, Michael, honestly. Uh, we know your time is extremely valuable, and thank you for spending time to chat to us. Thank you. Thanks, Rob. Thanks for inviting me. I really enjoyed talking to you. Oh, there you have it. Absolutely fantastic. And uh, yeah, I could have talked to Michael for another couple of hours, honestly. I <laughs> have so many questions I could have asked him. Uh, but hey perhaps we'll bring him back for a future episode eh? i think we're gonna have to <laughs> there's so many questions i wanted to ask him uh such a wealth of experience and history there and uh yeah qu quite an exciting future ahead of michael as well so hey i dare say we'll be bringing him back on a future pod what do you think guys <laughs> well that's a field comeback but there you go yeah so, guys, thank you so much for downloading this week. That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Each and every week, we do what we can to connect the piping world together and bring you some entertaining piping content, and that's exactly what we're trying to do. If you would like to help support us, you can. You can go along to our Patreon page and go and, uh, yeah, drop us a little click of support there. And you'll get your hands on loads of extra content. In fact, the video of that interview has been up on Patreon now for a wee while. So you would have actually seen that uh, the video of it and all the rest of us looking through the website and whatnot. So 
yeah, that's over there on Patreon right now. So, yeah, shout out to Michael. Thank you so much for appearing on this week's pod. It was honestly a pleasure to have you on the show, and we do hope to have you back on a future show to talk more. Yeah, alrighty. Guys, go along to thebigrabshow.com. Get your votes in for the Big Rab Show Awards. Like I said, you have up until the 7th of October to get those votes in. After the 7th, the voting closes and we will not accept any more public votes. And then we will start announcing our winners. Yep, it's got to that stage already. Seems like no time since we actually opened the nominations to now we're going to be announcing the, the winners. So it's scary stuff. But there you go. Guys, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. And like I said, thank you for downloading this week. And if you haven't already, please do consider subscribing and giving us a little comment or something. Let us know if you liked the show or you hated it. And of course, you can email us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. And for those of you out there who want to have a bit of a moan and a complain and a whinge, then head over to Weekly Drone. Bigrabshow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. That's where you go. And uh, yeah, let us have it. Both barrels. You know, that's it. I love Weekly Drum. And yes, as well, our Piper's Dojo promotion uh, with the Bagpipe Freedom Project. That's completely free. That will be ending very, very soon. So go along, get signed up now when you can. Take advantage of that free promotion when it's there because it is ending. Alrighty. Okay, guys, that's it. I am out the door. Thank you so much for downloading this week's pod, and we will see you next week for more bagpiping goodness. We've got quite an interesting show for you next week. And, uh, yeah, don't forget to check out the back catalogue. Well over 240-plus episodes at this stage. It's kind of ridiculous, but there's bound to be something there for everyone. (laughs) Until next week, folks, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Till then, all the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date with all the latest news and views from the piping world. And also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best.